Welcome to Three Cups Collective Season 2, where we talk about community, coffee, and creativity. Join us as we talk about songwriting, collaboration, and some of our favorite coffee shops. So grab a cup, and we'll fill it up. Sam, what you got? You know, I mean, I, I've really just been, I've, I've been stuck on this podcast from Hillsong because I like, you know, I like hearing of people, like we talked about, like, like interviewing people or like, I want to hear, right now I want to hear about people that have like the same interests as I do or are along the same path as I am because I feel like that, that's helping me like in like, because they're your your people, yeah. You You know, it's like a tribe, right? Like I want to hear about my tribe. You know, so that's interesting. So, like, like that's like, I think that's why I'm stuck on that. Like, I'm, I really look forward to when an when another episode comes out, um, and and really hearing about um, just this past week. Like, so the one I heard was was with Chris Tomlin, and obviously he's written like a ton of music, right? A ton of stuff. A lot of things that that are being sung in churches today. Um, and so I kind of wanted to hear about that, even though like I'm not like a huge like fan, mm-hmm. but I wanted to hear from someone who's. But really, you recognize his talent, yeah. right? His I, I want to hear from someone who is, like, who ha- not who is, but who has like literally changed like the way we sing like on Sunday mornings, mm-hmm. and uh, and just kind of hearing his process. They talked about like how he writes collaboratively, what that looks like, and hearing some of the stories of how. Like these songs that we uh, that we sing, you know, how they came to how they came to be, is just so fascinating to me. And one thing he said, like, like really, like rang true. Like, just struck a chord with me is when he started talking about the song "How Great Is Our God," and he he said uh, they asked him like, "Hey, what song are you most proud that you wrote?" And he said, "I think it has to be How Great Is Our God." And they asked, well, why? And he said, well, he goes, I feel like that's, I, I finally got a, I finally got to a place with that song that I'm no longer connected like to that song. Mm-hmm. He goes, I feel like, I feel like it's like, he goes, I feel like it, it reminds me now of like, like amazing grace. Like no one like sings that song and says, Hey, we're singing so-and-so song, you right. know, like we're singing amazing grace. So no <laughs> one, like when they sing that song, no one ever says, Hey, Chris Tomlin wrote this. Like, right. It's we're singing "How Great Is Our God." It be, it's become something that so ubiquitous. It's I mean. so. Um, he goes. It's it's a song now that when when it came out, like it like it was a multi generational song. Young people liked it, you know. Middle aged people liked it, seniors liked it. Like everyone sang it, and it was something that the whole church could sing together. And it's be it's taken a life on its own mm-hmm. that it's so detached from me now. He goes, and I hope and pray. That at some point all my songs become detached from me, that that the church begins to own them, and it belongs to the church. And, and I thought, man, that is so cool. It's so cool to like, like to hear someone with such humility and with such, like with such grace, and who you know, who has like this platform to say, hey, this is really, really not like about me. Right. And it was cool. It's cool to hear that. That's interesting. 
it's nice to know that he feels that way, you know? Like, it's almost comforting, you know, that he's not like, yeah, I'm a megastar. Like, yeah. <laughs> everybody knows I wrote that song. Right. Or like, who cares about if everybody knows I wrote the song? I wrote a song every single church sings. <laughs> Booyah. You know, yeah. like, it's not like that at all. Yeah. It's like, hey, like, this is, this wasn't my intent, but like having this happen is like the greatest thing that could have happened. Like yeah. beyond imagination. Like, yeah. yeah, that makes. Oh, for sure. Because yeah. that just is a testament to the power of the song. Right. The power of the words. And that, that the imagery, really the symbolism, yeah. like it all is beyond. And what like really surprised me about the whole thing is just like how, like how, like how much like he's excited about, like not so much like everything that he's doing, but excited about what other, what other people are doing. Mm-hmm. Cause, cause they asked him like, Hey, what, what's really exciting for you? Like what, what like really gets you going right now? And he said, man, I really like so-and-so's music. Like, that really excites me. And and he, he talked about, um, oh, what's his name? Pat Barrett. So mm-hmm. he's like, I really like Pat Barrett's music. He goes, that really excites me. He goes, and he talked about how he, like, signed him to his, he's got his own label, yeah. like, now. And he was this, the first signing to that label. And he's like, I, I created this label just so I could help like the next person and you know he goes the the other day my wife was like we were talking and she said hey like like all i hear you talk about is pat barrett's music like you don't even talk about your own stuff anymore Mm -hmm. and he's like yeah because i'm really excited about it i want to see him do well i want to see him you know he goes he's he goes to me he's like that next generational person that i need to pour into so that we can continue to keep this thing going he goes so like it it was really cool to hear like to hear that, that he's just not like living for right now or what he's doing right now, but he's looking for like the future. And it was just, it was cool. It's cool to hear people like that, like talk, like people that have lar- larger platforms Yeah. to hear them speak in a way that they're trying to benefit the church like all the way around. It's so cool. That's cool. That's so, what's inspiring you right now? That's what's inspiring me right now. Yeah, for sure. What's inspiring you, Dave? Uh, Nothing. I am without inspiration currently. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in the middle of like whatever. I got nothing. (laughs) I'm like in a like on all fronts. I am so like kid involved right now. I'm in. I just need to get to August and I can feel like a person again. I feel like (laughs) you know. We're doing VBS and mm-hmm. taking care of my all them kids. niece and nephew and with my kids and mm-hmm. Sophia's band practice is starting and then I got my other nephews coming to stay with me here in a week. So I'm just like, okay, once August hits, I feel like we're going to start going back into, okay, get ready for school mode yeah. and I can, we'll be done with VBS and everything. And so I'm just sort of like, it's okay. It's okay that I don't have anything... I, I haven't thought of anything new. So I'm just trying to like. So you finish your thought. <laughs> I'm just trying to stay alive, stay awake. Oh, what I, what I was gonna say is that these podcast this podcast has inspired me to help me finish the song I wrote, and oh. I think like I'm I'm at a place now, like I've done some like minor tweaking, that I think. Um, I think we may do it on Sunday. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So I, you know, this has been 
I think we talked about it week one when we did the podcast. So this is like 15 oh, where you this wanted is, to write the song. Yeah. Start so to this we were talking about yourself. what's in your pipeline. Your yeah. Pipeline. So this is, this is my song. And yeah. It's but be... okay. Let's talk about this because your original goal was to write this song, start yes. to finish music and lyrics all by yourself. Yes. You didn't want my input. You didn't want anybody looking at it. You didn't don't want anybody so when you say that. to say anything. <laughs> no, he he really didn't. He was like, I don't want you to do anything. I yes. don't want your. I don't want you like. Don't suggest any words. Don't suggest any like lyrical lines. And so I haven't. That's you know he wants to. It's like a goal. And then at one point he said he got stuck, and he said, okay, if you have any ideas, <laughs> you can let me know. And I was like, nope. I'm not listening to you. I'm Dolly. not listening to this song. I am not invested. I haven't been thinking of anything. Like, that's yours. So then he invited my brother, uh, Danny, um, over. Mm-hmm. And he said, let me play you my song. <laughs> well, Danny asked me, like, hey, play me your song. But you told him that. I played I played a little bit for him on Sunday. Oh, right, right. But you said, I don't have a second verse or something. You, I need something here. And so he off he asked for his input and he kind of allowed him to give some input, and so they were working on it and I think they got a little further. I think uh, one of the things on he that. didn't mention though was being able to collaborate. Well, that was one of his goals, but see, the original goal was for him to do it by himself, and then he realized that <laughs> I probably by listening to that Hillsong podcast that he needed to collaborate with people. Well, <laughs> that it wasn't so... like. <laughs> So I think a bad I, thing. I think I got to a place. I mean, obviously that that did have some influence like on me, but I feel I feel like too. Um, and it's real funny, but like like hearing us talk and talk about collaboration and working together, and and I know there's a couple of times that we talked about um, that even like when you mentioned how you would write music and then delete it, which is still like, I'm still like working through that, you know, but <laughs> you still coming to terms with I'm that. still coming to terms with that. Um, but, but it's really funny because even within that podcast, like they, they talk about that a lot, but in a different, in a different way, like they, they'll say like, Hey, like I wrote this song, but you know, I sang it and it's like the song was just for me. I don't know if it's going to be for anybody else. Like I sang it, I wrote it down and it was for me for that moment. But, like that's it, and um, and it was something that I remember I mentioned, like I mentioned to Danny because he's like, I got all these songs and I wrote them. We need to do something with them, and and I remember telling him like, Hey, what if like that song is like, like not for like everyone to sing? Yeah. Like what if it was just for you to sing? What if like whatever I wrote down was just for me? It was just for that moment, it was for whatever season I was in, and whatever. Um, but then I knew at some point with the song that I was writing that. It wasn't going to get done. I had only taken it as far as I could. Mm-hmm. And that the only way it was going to get completed is that if I allowed someone to come in and mess up whatever I had. Right. Why and, did you, why do you think you even wanted to do that in the first place? I think it was just. Why a, did you think that you were so um, resistant to well, I think he mentioned it before. He talked about his like his sense of accomplishment. Like it, it was just an it was an accomplishment thing for me. Like it, it it all had to do with I've I've never written a song like lyrically. Like I've put music to things. I've put you know, but I've never like I've never done the whole thing before. It's almost like an inventory of yourself. Like, do I have these tools to do this? Like when I heard the scripture, 
like it did something to me like in that moment, right? That I'm saying like, I could sing that. Like there's something, there's something there that's singable to me. And right, you, yeah, you heard the, the a line. Right, I heard something that was like, I I want to sing that. I think uh, what also makes it creative is that you're pulling it out of the context of the greater scripture, and it's like, if you hadn't done that, would anyone else have else have you know, like out of all the scripture that there is, like, would anyone else have made a song out of that portion? Oh yeah, it's pretty. And it was really funny because I, I had other verses I had written. Danny's like, hey, why don't you like use that? That's really good. Like that fits in really well. And I'm like, but I, I don't like it. And he's like, no, no, it fits in good. Like, and he began to sing it. And, and that just kind of, kind of encouraged me to say, okay, like maybe, maybe that is, maybe that should be in there. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of worked through that. So it was cool just to get someone else. And I think, I think for me specifically with, with him, um, he'll, he'll kind of tell you like right off the, right out of the bat, whether it's good or it's bad or, you know, like he's not going to pull any punches like mm-hmm. with me. So I felt like having someone like that, like it was, it was good because he's good to collaborate with, but he'll also like give you a real honest opinion about what it sounds like. So. Yeah. I'm not good at doing that with like works in progress. Cause like I see potential like, and I want it to like go somewhere, but I don't want to put my own expectations on it. So like I'm really good at like end product criticism, <laughs> like Aladdin. Yeah, like, like Aladdin. Hmm. I think I would rather go at it while it's in progress, so that you have like, because there's an opportunity to make it good and but like the, better while my, it's still problem, moldable, pliable. My problem you know? is that like I come at it so harshly though, like. If I had been in the room while they were editing those scenes at Aladdin, like, and I said the things that <laughs> and I you said, had they would have been like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, okay, well, maybe we should, oh, that it's not even funny yeah, anymore. Yeah, but so you you're know? saying you can't be a good collaborator because you'll just I don't, destroy everything? I just everything? don't think I am. I, you'll I am. Smash your Hulk. Your that's Hulk what smash. I've heard about people working with me is that, like, I'm. <laughs> is this like, the feedback you received? That's the feedback I've received is that it's too, it's too much. Like, I'm too good at, like, making a good argument of why that shouldn't exist. (laughs) This entire thing is trash. And I feel like, and I feel like collaborative, like, works need people to say yes and. Well, they need a little bit of, It's like improv. It's yes, I accept your premise. I'm not going to challenge that. I accept, I want to So you just want to challenge the whole thing. I want to expand. And that's my problem is I, I usually just want to, like, chip away at what's there. And say, hey, this could be better if we take it a complete different direction. If we just change everything about it, <laughs> I was it could say, be good. This could be better if it didn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all don't invite Dave to collaborate. No, really. Please, please don't. There's but very few people that, that work well with me. Yeah, but I think in in at least in my world, like for me, for me to have you, right? Like in what we do. Like on Sundays. But we collaborate a lot, though, even yeah. just on this podcast, going throwing out ideas, throwing mm-hmm. out this, that, and the other. So you you do well there. You don't ever. Because I think, like I said, even though we know you want to crash and burn. You're already tuned to my frequency, though. It's not fair. You're already tuned to my frequency. If you bring another creator in the room, I'm going to ruin their day. Like, I'm not an inspiring guy, I'm not an encouraging guy you are i i think too getting you to accept 
that things are going to be less than perfect. Yeah, as long as you, you understand, hey, this isn't about being perfect. It's about yeah. either putting out something or, you know, have quality, yes, perfection, no, you know, or... Perfect is the enemy of good. Yeah. Because perfect is, is, is like, doesn't settle less for anything excellent. You know, perfect is the enemy of good. Hey, I believe in excellence. I just don't believe in, like, everything has to be, like... <laughs> the unattainable quality where it's like oh wow you know yeah. this is like million bajillion dollar level you know <laughs> quality of everything like that's just unattainable because then you become unapproachable well I'm just like an unhappy person like <laughs> <laughs> I create things and I'm as long so as long as you come at it knowing that Dave you're gonna probably be unhappy yeah then, but but you'll be like, but not too unhappy. Right. Right. Yeah. So we know that. We know that we can't That's a healthy make approach you, for me. Yes. Yes. Completely and like totally, I, like 100%. I think, like, when you yeah. tell me, like, hey, it sounds good. Today, <laughs> yeah, it's passable. Like, right? like, on the Dave scale. Okay. Like, to me, that's when you tell me that it sounds good. That's a higher expectation than I have. So, like, because your good is here and my good's like here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? And perfect is like over here. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. Yeah. We're good. We're good. Right. We're good. So I'm, 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 I'm looking forward to whenever, whenever we do the song. I'm really hoping we can do it on Sunday, but. Well, there's a few changes I would suggest, but we'll look at that later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So an update for our um, tap water versus filtered water. Yes. Uh, challenge. We are. Do you feel cleaner? <laughs> Do you feel purer of body and taste bud? No, no, I feel the same. Ugh. We used uh, no spring water. People. I know. <laughs> we used spring water for a week, and I couldn't taste the difference. And then we went back to tap water because I thought, well, maybe it's something that you're not gonna Notice realize right until yeah. you go back to the tap water, and uh, I couldn't tell. Because I didn't know when we ran out of the water because he makes the coffee. Yeah. And so he asked me, hey, you know how the coffee tastes this morning? I'm like, oh, it was really good. He's like, oh, okay, because I went back to the tap water. <laughs> I'm like, oh. I, I was really expecting, you know. So the blind taste test. The blind test, test yeah. yeah it, the, I couldn't tell. Maybe it might. I just don't have test. a um, refined palate. I don't. I don't think it's that. I don't. I don't think it's meant unless you live like in an area where the tap the water is bad. really bad. Yeah. It's not meant to drastically change your coffee. It's just meant to like to build a foundation of coffee that you, where you want to be able to taste the difference of each coffee. That foundation starts with taste ta less tasteful water. <laughs> you know, it starts with purer less water, water with less taste in it, so that mm, you can yeah. really pick out the notes of the coffee and not the water. Huh. So, so I feel like it's a foundational step, yeah. and you're not going to notice it a huge difference it's just a different approach really it's just a better way to build a house it's like yeah it's like um, okay doing a pour over versus an immersive brew like it's that kind of thing where like it's not changing the profile of the coffee it's just changing the way you're experiencing it and you know i think it i truly believe it starts with filtered water that's you know step one apparently so does all these other coffee brands <laughs> what's the best coffee shop you've ever been to Best coffee shop I've ever been to is probably Dichotomy in Waco. 
don't know what it is. The atmosphere is really nice. They have subway tile floors. Um, the two drinks that I got there, like in that same day, that sitting, they were just really, they nailed it, man. Is that where they have all the couches and everything? Or is that the other? They have like a first floor with couches and they have a second floor, like it's like a study, like alfresco, it's outside next to like a big Waco like mural. Where they hold concerts and stuff out there? No, that's called Common Grounds. Common Grounds. Okay, that's the other different one. Common Grounds is pretty good. I don't think we went to Dichotomy. Dichotomy then. is like, it's almost swanky, you know? I think oh, no, no, no. Yes, we did go there. That one's really cool. It's, it's, a, that, it's the atmosphere is it's like, like they have uh, it's like an and, elevated coffee shop. Yeah. Like it's not, instead of like wood tones and like, ooh, you're so cozy in here. It's like, you're here to experience coffee, you yeah. know? So like I presentation, like empty space right there. off the bat, I'm like, yes. mm. and you smell the coffee, open. you see everyone working, everything's clean, everything's Yes, it's perfect. clean, there, there's no clutter. Oh, it's beautiful. And it's the coffee, nice. I mean, they nailed this nitrous cold brew. It was just so yes. oh, okay. stinking I had good. Yes. And I had a Cortado there. I mean, it was just fantastic. So like when... When we go to like Waco, I'm like, babe, can we go to I Waco? I had two you coffees know, like... there because mom or somebody didn't like what they got. They wanted to try some, you know, yeah. oh, crazy thing. And I was like, give me that. <laughs> I was downing everybody's coffee. It was hilarious. But it was good. It was really good. And it's like a stress-free ordering too because everything's out. Like to me, it just they nail it, you know. Cool. That was good. Common Grounds is great for as, as, it's as a casual, better more venue. Casual, yeah. More venue. It's a better it's venue like... than it is a coffee shop. I mean, they have great coffee there, right. and they're always trying something new. And they're always they even offer like other places coffees. You know, they had that Pinewood Roasters there mm-hmm. yeah. for a couple weeks. They have other roasters. So their baristas will choose other coffees in the area that they want to feature there at their shop. That's cool. Yeah. So like, it's a live yeah. happening place. It's more like, a community place kind of a thing. It's a well. Yeah. I'm more People of a guy. There, I'm out. more of a guy that's like, if you're elevating the coffee experience, I want to be a part of that. You know? Like, I'm there. You got me. Nice. <laughs> that's true. Best coffee shop you've been to? I don't know. Besides Dichotomy, sounds like you, you really I like Dichotomy. Thing. I could, I could, uh, yeah, I could be there. Um, How many coffee shops have y'all been to in Houston? Geez, like, y'all been know. to Agora, right? Uh-huh. Yes. I, I like haven't Agora. been there. I haven't been there. That was good. Agora is really cool. I've always um, wanted I don't know. I had a nitro. I love Perlin coffee. Did y'all go to Black Hole? I, I told you about Black Hole, right? I brought you some Black Hole. You Cold brought us Black Hole. Yes. 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 And we had that for that a while. That was really good. That was good. <laughs> that was worth it. I bought two huge jars. <laughs> We've never been there. We just had what you brought us. Like in person? In person, yeah. We haven't been in person. Siphon's another one you got to try out. They're right there on the line between cozy and nice. I don't like. Cause it's such a strange method, I guess. You don't like too sweet. I I like too sweet. I it's a chill place. It's, I think right now, Carolyn Coffee is probably my favorite. I probably crave it. Um, their espresso is so more good. than any other. I like their espresso and all their coffees. It just has that. I think without like that floral. I feel like they change their coffee offerings so often, you know? Mm-hmm. Is that true or not? Like, every time I go, I've not had the same, like, beans any time that I've gone. Like, it's always different. And, and I'm like, well, I kind of want, a, like, a house blend. I wish, don't they have, I think do they, they have do. a house blend? Yeah, I think I, I should mean, start I think ordering they make the their regular, to try and get. I think they make their, like, standard drinks with the same 
espresso. You know what I like mean? Like if you get a, like you a mocha latte, get, like that's your standard. Yeah, it okay. always tastes the same. See, I never do that though. <laughs> right. <laughs> or like you get a cortado, like that's going to taste the same. Right. Maybe I should just get a cortado then. There then. I, I feel like, like I can't evaluate them because like they don't have... You have something different every time? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know if it's just me, like just the beans that I keep picking are more acidic or whatever. Oh, uh, a but second if, cup was a good uh, coffee shop. Oh, in Houston. Second cup in Houston. Second that was cup. I never heard of that. Yeah. There's a place that, man, I can't. I can never manage to pass by there. It's in Pasadena. I can never manage to pass by there while they're open. They've got like a little bit <laughs> odd that. hours. It's called Sycamore Grounds. Sycamore yes. Grounds. Yeah, that's good. Same and I've been there. I used good. to go there when I used to have to pass by all the time in do the you, morning. Do you go to the house? Yes. Okay. So you know they have a new location now. Where? Off of Fairmont or Spencer. One okay. Of those two. That's so good. they have two locations there. That one that they still have the house. The house one I've been to like seven or eight times. Like I used to go there and like just Sycamore try all Browns. the different coffees. Yeah, Sycamore. They Browns. have a good coffee there. Yeah, they do. And so good cookies too. So if you go further down the street, you go to their venue. The Silver Sycamore. Silver Sycamore. Yeah. And they have a tea room there, and apparently I've never had it before, but they claim to have the best burgers in town. Mm. Really? At a tea room. At a tea room. And people go there, it's packed. For you know, burgers. it's been a while since I've been in the pursuit of, of the world's best burger. You know, me, mm. me, you, and Evan used to. But that's like, that's a spot I want to try to get a burger. Take me with you. <laughs> Take me. Take me with you. But yeah, it's a, yeah, right, right there in Pasadena. I want to say one of my favorite coffee shops are probably went to was when I was in Nashville and I went to a place called Crema mm -hmm. and that was a cool like coffee shop and just sat down I, I can't even remember what I had I want to say it was like a honey latte or something it was like a special of the house yeah and it was just it was perfect it was so good yeah yeah we, there's a coffee shop that just opened here in Santa Fe I need to try out a few. What is that called? Mug, Mug shots. shots. Mug shots. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I need to try, try them out. Let's do it. Yeah. It's, uh, I we, don't know if they have their own beans or anything, though. We need to find out. I don't think they have their own beans. I don't think they're roasters. Okay. I think they're like, just a coffee shop. Where are all the late night places, though? Like, where are like, the... I know. They close at 5. Like, you can't do anything with that. Like, the only thing one I can think of that's, like... That open when I want other places to be open is Nocturne. Have yes, I was just about to say. I think that's the only place that <laughs> yeah. has backwards hours. It's like they're open in the middle of the night. Was it what they open up at six o'clock at night? Like yeah, like right before dinner. Oh, okay. Because they serve dinner there now. And yeah. Like, Are they still open? Yes. Yeah, they're Did rocking and rolling. I follow them on Facebook. Huh? Did we go there? No, we've never been to oh, Nocturne. Okay. Their food is is um, you have to be in it for like the experience, you know. Cause I, I think I got like black pepper tuna there one time, and it was like a plate of like black pepper tuna, like that. <laughs> and they got like it came with like the lychee fruit and things like that. Oh, okay. So it's yeah, like... so it's like very like, hey, we're trying new different things. Like, go for like the experience. It's yeah. not about you know, but they have like Turkish coffee there at Nocturne. Oh, okay. And oh, that that's what that guy did. Turkish good. coffee. Oh my gosh, I remember going with a friend and just we had a I think a Turkish coffee. We just 
downed that thing so fast. We were jittery, you know, <laughs> playing chess or whatever. It was, it was good. Follow Three Cups Collective on Facebook to join the discussion and find links to everything we've talked about today. Don't forget to leave a review on your listening platform to help others discover the podcast. Thanks for listening.